to the last, this is actually the last episode, this is actually a bonus episode, like I told y'all, uh, things come in threes, I want y'all to, like, enjoy before I, you know, take a break from podcasting, but I will be back, but then again, I kind of, like, want to sneak another movie in, uh, you know, the new Candyman and stuff, I don't know if I want to do another podcast over that, or just, you know what, fuck it, I just do a podcast over Candyman, um, so, I'll be seeing Candyman pretty soon, and I'll be giving y'all, I'm not gonna give any too many spoilers and shit, but I'll probably be, like, sitting there, um, just giving my little, little film commentary review, but anyways, thank you, and welcome back to the Random Horror Show, I am your host, Keisha Lacey, and this has been very, very, very interesting, um, just wrapping up this third season um, wow, I've actually been doing this for, like, almost a whole year, uh, my anniversary date is gonna be November and stuff, as I remember how, like, I started it off, of just, <laughs> we'll be giving, like, our creature feature, you know, on Saturdays, and then we're having this theme of New York movies, I remember when I first started that off like that, and then it's just like, ah, maybe I need to take it to another direction, just not just doing just movies, but just only, like, I threw in, you know, uh, The Last Vampire, uh, you know, was a book that was the sequel to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which is the continuation of Abraham Lincoln and, you know, his homie and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I did some shows. I did Lovecraft Country, which I heard it was canceled. Um, Also, Raised by Wolves, it's coming out. Um, I think it's like on HBO Max that they're making another uh, second season of it. Um, That was some strange, crazy shit right there. I mean, I had the guy that, what's that show? Like, everybody started doing that TikTok, uh, you know, the guy who, like, played... Jacob, Caleb, you know, on Vikings, he was also on, um, (sighs) Raised by Wolves, and he has that little part, you know, he's, like, speaking French and stuff, and then, like, these people just went crazy on TikTok, and I was, like, watching that, like, how, like, you know, like, the, the black people, like, really just, like, fucking killed it with with every fucking thing, and then, you know, you have, like, just basic-ass other white people, I was like, man, come on, white people, bro, like, for real, you know, I was, like, I was kind of, like, looking for, like, you know, I mean, I'm on TikTok, too, so if you want to follow me on TikTok, because I do brow videos, and also do, like, a little weird talking and shit like that, you can follow me, um, on TikTok, uh, Browse by Eva, you want to, you know, whatever and shit, you know, I'll be offering brow classes, and then when, um, I'm not, like, really big, big on TikTok, like, I do my business with that, and, you know, I was like, oh, what is this, you know, this, this, you know, that, um, 
heart but I've seen like how like all like the black people just like really like put a lot of effort into you know as like a cultural um you know with the costuming beautiful costuming the the transitions of it and shit you know what I'm saying I was just like oh man that like got me hyped as fuck though and then you know I'm just like you know looking at you know some of those or you know did that same you know white and I was just like man y'all could have put on some motherfucking kilts you know y'all could have dressed up like some vikings or something some you know some some shit like that some romans or something you know i'm just like where is the presence where is the star factor you know they just like did it just randomly just lip you know just lip syncing the whole little uh dialogue part and they're just sitting there i'm like what you're like come on now like this is something so fun and so creative but i was like okay like yeah the black people just like really just decimated that whole uh you know that little tiktok challenge of course we have like the stupid ass milk crate challenge um that is the dumbest shit i have ever seen it's asinine it's just like something that we seen back in the day like johnny knoxville uh you know bam you you name it you know steve-o and stuff and chris uh pontus they did jackass shit like that but they were so trained you know yeah they got hurt and shit like that you know from these jackass stunts when when jackass was really big and popular and you know they were like trained to do that they were trained stunt people they they you know they did these stunts they tested these stunts or you know sometimes they didn't test them out and everything but then you just have like regular ass people and shit you know i know it's a pandemic and all that you know people in the hospital you know having covid and you know and there's a lot of people that died from it and um of course i'm just gonna say it uh many many love prayers thoughts everything um one of my um cousins she's got it and she was fighting for her uh life with it it was it got really bad for her um you know i went to school with her uh you know her grandmother and my grandfather are first cousins and she is she's in the hospital in beaumont and you know i'm rooting for you girl you know what i'm saying pull through and everything you know you know we're not gonna be on here being politicizing and shit like that because there is no fucking need for that right there and please be mindful you know whatever you think about that you know vaccination non-vaccination whatever and stuff like that but like people keep washing your asses Pete please keep you know if you choose to wear a mask that's great if you don't choose to wear a mask that's great too that's your prerogative but you know we me or you know I am thinking about my cousin that is all was said because and what matters and stuff is because her life was like hanging from a thread and you know she's the same age as me she's got children um she's got a granddaughter too so 
you know, I'm not thinking about none of you motherfuckers out there that's gonna, like, be all, like, thinking and, you know, listening to me, like, trying to politicize some shit and everything. No, I'm thinking about the welfare and the health and the recovery for my cousin. You see what I'm saying? I'm thinking about her. I ain't thinking about you, mother. I'm thinking about her. And that is all I gotta say. And without being politicizing and bullshit with that and everything. But please, girl, pull through, baby. Pull through. I love you and everything. Um, you know, last time I seen her was back in July. Last time I talked to her was in July and stuff. And then um, hearing the news last week and everything, what's going on with her, I was just like, oh my God, I just seen her shit's crazy man it's it's but and other news from that and everything you know uh we still um you know praying and you know people uh you know in louisiana they have no lights down there because of hurricane ida uh, we got some weather from hurricane ida just a little bit it was really really weird and started started off my sinuses and my like allergies like a mofo bitch ass shit you know what i'm saying um i feel a lot better and everything you know i don't know it's just like how weird my body is especially when the weather changes and stuff and i know i gotta work out and everything so i'm just like let's push through and shit but uh yeah from the last uh podcast we did uh pitch black now to uh clarify a couple things i know i kind of like messed up a little like one or two things and stuff which i kind of like forgot but i you know um the reason why like uh riddick is the way how he is um i was going to clarify some things um right there uh he was kind of like you know the reason why he was he is the way how he is is that you know he didn't even know where he was from you know he didn't even know not a damn thing about his past his um you know ancestors his people and shit like that he just didn't know um that's the reason why he was um excuse me he was you know the way how he was and also um how you know they put it like evil fight evil um pretty much you know uh he's an anti-hero but he but he did he was like a similar like uh in the aspect of like a jesus but he just killed people you know he said he was a murderer and stuff and you know that right there i was just like that is very intriguing because you know whenever he um fought the you know brought the people to safety it was just him jack and um imani that got off the planet um you know there was like that five-year period and if you think about like when jesus like walked to earth you know birth walked earthly yada 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 you know in the bible um there was like this long ass period that you did not hear nothing about jesus until all of a sudden he was like 30 something years old he's this dude walking around you know uh with these people you know there was his followers and stuff and you know we all know about that and everything but uh with that period of that five years that they uh you know left the planet 
it was like that that type of thing of like that Jesus, you know, like we didn't know what Riddick was, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why uh, they put that bounty out to find Riddick because he was in hiding. He did, you know, he trusted Imani and he trusted Jack, um, especially Imani and stuff. Uh, but Imani had a, like a really good reason to bring him back and everything. But, uh, but yeah, just to clarify that and shit. And if anything else I need to be clarified, I don't care. But anyways, oh, I am so excited. And like I said, this is just a bonus podcast and stuff because um, we're doing The Ghost of Mars. It is a John Carpenter film. And John Carpenter is like so famous for bringing us Michael Myers Halloween. Uh, the thing uh, which is actually a remake of the thing that was made in the 50s um, it had James Arness who um, played you know uh, Matt Dillon on Gunsmoke uh, he like the visuals like for the thing that John Carpenter did I really just love just the, the, the delicious gore of that movie damn especially oh the man the, even the you know the alien that changed into you know different people you know taking over their bodies and shit i mean even the body horror of the thing where you know oh oh homeboy callahan you know stomach like had teeth and shit oh man it bit that dude's hands off his shit man that was like some crazy mess right there that was madness and then of course you have Escape from L.A., you have Escape from New York, which, like, made, you know, uh, shit, Kirk Russell, another anti-hero that I really love is, um, Snake Plissken, and, you know, John Carpenter was just giving us, like, all these little gems and shit, you know, and then he came out with, um, They Live with Rowdy Piper, and of course, um, Keith David, who was in The Thing, and also in, uh, both, of Pitch Black and The Chronicles of Riddick. Um, David, I mean, John Carpenter, he, he, he also, like, did, the, the coolest thing is that the music to, uh, Halloween that he did it was just like ding 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 John Comforter like he really like worked that fucking budget out for Halloween he really did and then you know he worked that budget out for uh, Escape from New York because Escape from New York it was just uh just this dystopian of like this fall of like everything like in our society and it was just like it was just so weird but it was just like so surreal because it just kind of feels in an odd ass way when I watched Escape from LA that I was just like man I think it's gonna be some Escape from LA or some Escape from New York type shit gonna be going on in the future even though that movie came out like in the early 80s Escape from New York um geez it it was just it was just badass it was it was straight badass but John Carpenter um has been like really uh gracing us with a lot of um science fiction you know horror movies um you you know his mark uh 
um, you know how he directs, you know um, how he uh, wants his actors to, to be, he wants his like roles to be played out, um, he's really, really brilliant in, um, you know, what he does, I mean, I don't even give a shit about, like, if some people, like, say, oh, you know, this one John Carpenter movie, like, really, really suck, I'm like, I don't even care, because it's freaking John Carpenter, and, man, it's, it's like, he's just a visionary of, like, a lot of, you know, movies that, um, he has done, I mean, Halloween is, I think he just really outdid himself when he did Halloween, and then the second one, um, comes up close to Halloween, I think, like, Halloween and the, in the thing, the remake of the thing, are, like, right on top of each other, even though, like, people, uh, was, you know, they, they, they liked it, the thing, the remake of the thing, or they didn't, but the most, uh, movie people recognize from, um, you know, John Carpenter movies, really, is gonna be top one, you know, number one, Halloween, the thing, Escape from LA, Escape from New York, um, and then, you know, his lesser known, you know, some movies, I mean, if you're a big John Carpenter fan, you know, basically all of his movies and shit, and I know people, like, like to rank the fucking movies and stuff, but I'm sorry, um, I, I've always had some type of just, this, uh, you know, sparkle and awe and wonder, like a little girl in the candy store, a little girl who just got her first pony for her birthday, when I watch a John Carpenter movie, and, um, I know, and I was, like, reading, you know, he, he's not going to be making any movies and stuff, he may, he may not, you know, I mean, he's, like, basically, you know, said in this article, you know, of this year, he was, like, you might, he's like, I'm working on a couple of things, but I'm not doing anything for a while until the world comes back and writes itself, it's insane now, you know, I don't blame John Carpenter one bit of not making any movies, I mean, he, I mean, he, shit, I mean, he, been doing it since, shit, he's been doing it since 1978, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm 43, so, 1978 was actually my birth year that Halloween came out, and, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him, I I really don't blame him, because I feel the same way, too, like, the world really does have to get right, um, I think, like, you know, from all this crazy-ass shit, you know, what's going on, it's like, you know, he doesn't feel, he doesn't feel comfortable, I mean, you know, he did the fog, and he did little, fog is one of my, uh, one of the good ones, too, that I really, really love, um, Big Trouble in Little China, of course, it has, uh, Kirk Russell in it, damn, like, man, let me see but he did vampires, he did the mouth of madness, um, which is, uh, the mouth of madness is, uh, basically based on H.P. Lovecraft, um, you 
you know, novel, you know, short story. Um, the Prince of Darkness is one of those movies that he, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, kind of meh on it and stuff. I mean, it was all right, you know what I'm saying? But I still enjoyed it. It was from, you know, John Carpenter. And then, of course, he did one of my favorite favorites. This is, you know, Stephen King novel freaking Christine. Um, I was in kindergarten when Christine came out, and Christine is like another uh, childhood horror movie that I totally, totally dig, and I mean, I love cars. My dad, he drove like a 77 Camaro, and I mean, I swear, like, it, I thought that was just the baddest-ass car that my dad had. He also had a um, 75 Camaro, too, um, but he got a 77 Camaro, so I grew up, you know, riding in his car, you know what I'm saying? And um, it wasn't like, oh, it's him who got me in the cars. It was like my damn self got myself in the cars and shit because I grew up in a fucking 77 Camaro. And when Christine came out, and I love vintage classic cars, you know, I love those, I love those cars, though, I still go, I mean, I still, I'm sorry, I get a a freaking lady boner whenever I see a restored Camaro, it does not matter if it's a 72 to like a 84, I love Camaros, um, he also did, you know, they did the, uh, sequels to Halloween, um, Village of the Dam, Halloween H2O, he did Starman, Starman was, was, was a bit, uh, out of my league, you know, it has, um, shit, god dang it, I forgot old Home Biscuit's name, what is that dude's name that played Starman, you know what I'm saying, like, damn Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. Now I like some damn Jeff Bridges though. Like for real, Jeff Bridges is the shit though. Um, you know he just, you know, he did like a lot and stuff. But you know, um, you know John Carpenter is, I don't know, he's just, he's just a shit. You know what he does. He re- he really is. But um, we're gonna be doing, you know, oh 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 this this. Damn Ice Cube, man. Gosh dang, you know, Ghost of Mars. Ghost of Mars um, came out around the same time um, as Pitch Black. It was like really, really big, uh, you know, around in the 2000s where you had horror and science fiction. Horror and science fiction, you know, mixed together um, in the 2000s. It was like a... It wasn't like an edgy concept or whatever, but it was like a very uh, interesting concept because a lot of times um, horror and sci-fi do um, go together. I mean, even if you watch the J.J. Abrams Star Trek of of when, uh, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, who uh, played Khan, and then, of course, you had old, like, cute-ass you know, Peter Weller, uh, you know, playing very, I mean, just this, just this fascist ass, like, extreme fascist, like, it, it, Star Trek pretty much is like a polite fascism, 
but it was very militant, like super like ass, like evil as shit, um, you know, captain. And it was the part where Khan like just literally just bashed his like eyeballs, like with just two thumbs, like it wasn't nothing. And it was just so like, just whoa your eyes just got so big and you're just like man if you think about it like somebody killing you you're in freaking space on a starship and you just have this dude that just lived for like 200 years and stuff because he was an experiment and they just chunked him and his people off like they were just like trash or whatever i mean you gotta have i mean there's like a horror in that you know what i'm saying but Ghost of Mars is like one of those wild, really wild action-packed, um, you know, science fiction horror films. And it's like set in Mars. Um, Mars have been, <clears throat> you know, it's been terraforming. You know, you have like, you know, you have now like people like, oh, let's go to Mars. Let's go uh, uh, land on Mars right now. You having that going on right now. And so, you know, Mars is now being terraformed. You know, you have like this police league that is like on Mars. You know, humans are not like now inhabiting Mars. And you have the miners that's like going on and they're mining the red planet. I mean, this is like a kind of like I had a, like a old wild, wild west um, type of theme with it. You know, the unknown frontier. You're on a different planet. Um, humans are off Earth. You know, you have some on Earth and you have some that has been chosen or, you know, qualified to be on Mars to work and make that damn money and of course you know just like everything in the wild wild west uh when you know the expansion you know of America you know you got like it's kind of like a gold rush you know what I'm saying Mars is the gold you know um you got your want you got your drunkards you got your partiers you got your, your cookers and your prostitutes and everything and then of course you know you gotta have some law and order up in that bitch, you know what I'm saying? Because you can't just sit there and just like, okay, we here on Mars, we're human and shit on this red planet, we're gonna make it like, you know, ours, you know, kind of like some Total Recall shit and everything, but you gotta have the law up in this bitch. Well, it starts off as, you know, we have Nicostra Hendrich, who is, you know, old lieutenant melanie um she's a drug addict you know what i'm saying you got ice cube you know today is a good day dry day you know uh motherfucking dope boy boys and he comes he comes back from he he literally like reincarnated into decimal williams because you know he got shot up in boys in the hood so you know he got he started off a brand new life he still got that criminal element but he started off with a brand new we also got Jason Statham, he's Jericho, you know, he's trying to, like, get him some snatch, you know, from, like, a Lieutenant Melanie, you know, he's just, like, damn, I mean, it do, like, Jason Statham is, like, the funniest when he was playing on the spy with Melissa McCarthy, and I couldn't do nothing but laugh. Like, I know people hated 
the spy but i was like why are you hating on this movie this movie is funny as hell first of all it has melissa mccarthy and then you have jude law and then you have rose byrne in there she's just playing like the most absurd character you know she is like throwing so much shade on melissa mccarthy's character and jason Staten plays like you know he's just this great ass spy but he just make up too many fucking lies just to make himself look so much better and that would kill me is because he was playing a parody of himself as many you know spy movies and badass movies that uh you know he has like play you know the transporter and shit you know he was in the fast and furious Hobbs and Shaw I mean he it was like it was so hilarious because he was like playing he's playing a parody of all these badass characters that he's been playing in the past and we also have the lovely wonderful legendary Pam Greer, Foxy Brown, you know, Coffee, um, she played uh, Jackie Brown in the Quentin Tarantino film, Quentin Tarantino um, actually wanted her to play Jackie Brown, and you know what, she killed that shit, though, she killed that shit, you have Clea Duvall, like I said in the last podcast, like, I really loved Clea Duvall when she was in the faculty and everything, because I was like, oh shit, she's kind of like me in high school, <laughs> you know, you have like this, you know, you're like, we call it gothy and shit but it was like more coming out gothy like turned into emo and and I I was like that is like so because you like have like this big ass crush on the like the quarterback or running back or whatever bullshit like that and you know you have like your your clicky click type of bullshit and everything ugh God, I'm so glad high school's over. I cannot stand when people talk about, I want to go back to high school. I'm like, look, you got kids and you finna have grandkids and shit like that. Like, dude, just leave high school back there. Just enjoy when you um, have the chance. You have, like, Joanna Cassidy on here. Like, some really great um, actors on here. You have Wanda De Jesus on here. I love Wanda De Jesus, um, she was in this film that I remember. Was it like Illegal Tinder? And like she was like pretty much mama badass in this motherfucker though. Like swear on crew. But um, and we also have Robert Carradine, of course, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh oh oh, man, I love Revenge of the Nerds. But then I got to thinking about Revenge of the Nerds and shit, and I was just like. Ooh, this movie is kind of like, I mean, it was, it was considered raunchy, and it was extremely raunchy and everything, but, like, when I look back on it, I was like, oh my god, I was like, I can't believe I like this movie, but it has its merits, though, it really did, the Revenge of Nerds has its merits, but, um, it, I wouldn't say it's, like, problematic, but, like, I'm kind of glad it was made back in its time of where it was and because I'm surprised the shit ain't even fucking canceled but it's in its own right it has its marriage just like Porky's and I love Porky's I actually like both of those movies but uh yeah Booger was a bit out there you know we gotta come to high schools for dates <laughs> like what the fudge this fool said 
home the high schools <laughs> for their dates when they were there having their party and Bernie Casey <laughs> was like the Lambda Lambda, you know, president and stuff and they proved their worth to them and everything, which is, you know, pretty much like an underdog movie and everything. But, um, shit, I was like talking my ass off with this right here. I'm just gonna go straight to the point with this. Um, you know, Ghost of Mars, you know, how it is, it's like, I'm just, I'm just gonna just touch bases with it and stuff. I mean, you, I mean, the whole, like, thing is, like, really wild, you know, they're excavating, you know, Joanna Cassie's character, she, um, fucked with the wrong thing, I'm like, man, white people quit touching shit you don't fucking know about, you know, she touched that little vault, you know, whenever, the miners found um, this vault and everything, which lead like this, this, this ancient Martian um, army of you know species that was there um, before you know they came there on the planet and stuff. And the ghost of them, of the alien species, the Martian, excuse me, species has like taken over the humans. You know, they started to kill each other, the ones that have been turned, and then they started to turn into, like, really, these really grotesque, like, ass, you know, primitive warriors and shit, and it was, like, these, like, Martians, you know, who have ghost that has invaded the humans they're just like oh no what are y'all doing here you ain't supposed to be on our planet and shit and then you have yes you have like a bit of that you have some colonization type shit right there because these are like the ancestors of these martians and stuff and they like whoa we don't appreciate this shit who are you what the fuck are you doing here um you need to go you know what they say you know what y'all ain't gonna go we gonna invade y'all but they the the ancestors of these uh martians uh you know race that was there and they died off a long time ago and of course their ghost that was inside the vault they are like so super pissed and they was just like you know what we just get into them and you know we just kill off the rest of the humans and stuff and pretty much they were like we are reclaiming our time they were like maxine waters i'm reclaiming my time and that's what they were doing they were reclaiming their time they were like hell no we're not having these colonists coming up in here and colonizing our planet we was asleep we were good but y'all disturbed us and you know we're gonna haunt y'all asses but um lieutenant um you know Melanie, like I said, she's a drug addict. This is, this is, you know, she's telling the council of what actually happened to her team when they went to go pick up Desolate Williams. Uh, the accounts of like how they got there and this whole mining, you know, town was just 
just basically empty. They looked all around. They seen like nobody wasn't there, but they seen a whole bunch of dead bodies and everything. Um, Pam Greer is the captain. She goes off and, you know, she gets her neck cut off and everything, you know, and then you have like old Jericho, you know, with his horny ass and shit. And he's like scouting about and stuff. And he sees that the captain is gone. And it was the way how, um, you know, Carpenter has made it from everybody's perspective. Like, Carpenter had the, uh, Joanna's Cassidy, uh, you know, character tell it from her point of view and her perspective of how all of this came about. Um, you had Melody who was telling her perspective to the council of like what happened to her team and what happened to the people that was there that got turned into like these primitive cannibalistic ass you know crazies and stuff. Then you had Jericho which he was telling his point of view of what he's seen and how he met up with Desolate Williams um, posse and stuff because he was like oh crap I'm in trouble and shit like that and um and of course I mean it was like really I mean I think like the, the whole point of like a lot of people like miss is like how people um seen like everything from their perspective but still it made sense um Desolate Williams and stuff he though he was picking up money he was gonna rob him and shit like that he got there he was like well damn you know what I'm saying like what the hell just happened and you know there there was a few survivors there that like you know they was like yeah we jailed but shit they gone you know what the hell is happening we don't you know and all that stuff um and really like during a time of like all the ghosts and stuff of the um, alien race that was inhabiting the humans um whenever you shoot them or kill them or anything else like that they uh leave out of the body they actually look for people that are very uh easy to like take over and possess um i like the costuming i liked how uh you know, you seen like how the people were like sharpening their teeth, like they were ready for war. Um, very tribal. You know, we had like that really uh that primitive tribal sense of like we're ready for war, sharpening their teeth, putting all these ornaments, they're you know, adorning themselves with like human parts and stuff. I mean, they were really out for blood. And then you had this big fucking leader looking like Nathan, you know, dynamite off a of metapocalypse. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised that I said that correctly. I used to watch that show on um, Adult Swim. I love it. He's just like in this in between of like Glenn Danzing, <laughs> Nathan. When I said Nathan, yeah, he's Nathan Explosion, the lead singer <laughs> of Death Clock. I swear I would I swear I was like man that is like Nathan Explosion Glenn Danzing I, I'm wondering who who actually designed the leader of this group and it just because Glenn Danzing's like 5'3 or 5'4 and he does like golf horror music um Danzing does I love Danzing um 
listen, been listening to Danzig ever since I was in high school. And I had a big fucking crush on, like, Glenn Danzig and shit. I didn't give a shit. He was, like, fucking little. He had that fucking hair. He had that big, dick-ass, like, body and shit. You know, if you're a big fan of, like, New York punk, you know, he sung, you know, he was with Misfits and shit. And, of course, uh, they modeled uh, Metapocalypse. They modeled Deathlock, like, after... Uh, you know, dancing and shit. I, I, I really love that. And so I, I was, I was just like tripping out on that. I was like, damn. If they only knew, like, I was like, okay, somebody watched the Ghost of Mars, and then they like based a Nathan Explosion on Glenn Danzig and the leader guy of the Ghost of Mars. I was like tripping balls. But uh, the costuming was just really, really great. But I, uh, you know, I liked how you had a criminal and then a cop that just like, you know what, fuck. Uh, but Jericho was so uh, profound because he was just like, you know, he was just like that dude, like, yeah, I want to get some draws, you know, I want to get some that get some trim and shit you know what I'm saying he was like offering I mean he was like offering dick and I was like oh my god I know exactly how Melanie feels because when I went to Las Vegas last year it was like dudes were like offering me corona dick or something I was just like oh no I don't I'm yeah I'm on vacation by myself I don't want any corona dick so she's just like damn did this dude is just keep just pressing me I mean, this dude was, like, straight up pressing her, like, for some coochie and shit. And he was just like, you know, if I was the last dude on this planet and shit, you know, you gonna give me some, you gonna give me some of that nookie like that. You know, and of course, like, Limp Biscuit was really, like, getting popular and famous during that time. And it kind of reminded me of that, too. And it was, like, that one part that she was like, you know what, fuck it, you know, we're we're stuck here we're trying to get out of here and devise a plan um she almost gave him some booty but you know something happened the the offer went out the door just like those ghosts did but uh but jericho actually had a profound moment because he was like look those things out there they don't give a damn that we're cops and this you know and the survivors here don't give a shit if y'all criminals he was like hey just put this shit you know aside for now because like i don't give a damn at the end of the day we're gonna be fighting these damn things and we need to stop it you know he 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 was very profound because a lot of people was like you know in this movie there was just like a lot of yelling and screaming and shit and who gets charged who takes charge and shit and basically jericho just like put it down like that because he was just like yo i'm scared but you know we need to band together and of course you got like some like little hijinks from like old dude and shit who chopped up his damn fingers and stuff trying to be really extra extra macho while he's on drugs i noticed there was like the the difference of him of one of jericho's uh you know posses and shit that was coming to rescue him i mean he was on some bad shit you know he chopped his fucking fingers off you know trying to be all macho you know with uh wanda dating jesus and then you have melanie who was like was really she was like a control like drug addict and of course like the thing got into her in one scene and they put her outside 
they're like we're not going to risk it she's going to turn into one of them but jericho knows that you know he was like you know what you know this chick got ass you know i've been wanting some piece of that ass for a long ass time you know i'm gonna pop one of her pills and you know this bitch a pill popper and stuff you know this shit might work on her and it really did she fought them suckers and stuff and what she was telling the council is like describing this is a ancient martian race that are really literally pissed off because we are on their land and they not going to let up until all of us are killed so they all paired up and they you know they were shooting all about you know, here comes David Carrot, you know, Robert Carradine, you know, Revenge of Nerds dude and shit, fucking Lewis and stuff, um, you know, he gets killed up in this bitch, you know what I'm saying, I was like, damn, he got killed, bro, you know what I'm saying, um, Cleo Duvall gets her head chopped off by the one of them damn saws and everything, like I said, the damn, you know, weapons that they used, it was just so crude and so primitive and shit, I mean, this is like some basic one-on-one, we done went back to the Bronze Age. We done went back to all all through the ancestors and everything. <laughs> we finna kill them all. I mean, they didn't even have no guns or nothing. I mean, they, the ones that had guns was getting their ass towed up by the ones. Because they were, like, outnumbered, really. And they had plenty of damn weapons. And I'm talking about those weapons was, like, like badass. And, you know, and Desolate Williams, you know, they... They really did. They got away. You know, the train finally made it. You know, it was just them. And, you know, Desolate Williams was like, yo, girl, uh, <laughs> he put them cuffs on her ass and shit. He was like, shit, like, what the hell? You know, he was like, I'll come back, you know, but, you know, it'd be time to rock and roll. You know, you just wait and see. You know what I'm saying? He just knew some shit was going to pop off and he knew he was going to, um, you know, because he had her back and she had his back too, even though it was like uh, they had to build that trust within that short period of time. You know, he didn't trust cops, she didn't trust criminals, but you know what? She, they was like, forget it. You know, this is all about survival. And he came back for it and they was like, shit, let's time to rock and roll. But I like the music up in this um, damn movie and stuff because it was so like it, it just captured the moment of like that you know th- this is the time like where uh new metal was like very very popular um heavy metal was kind of uh was kind of leaving out of the scene um you know you got your hair metal hair bands etc etc you know death metal and everything else like that and new metal was like our you know was very very popular and current at the time and i liked how the music was playing through uh, a lot of the fight scenes a lot of the shootout scenes and um it really captured like the uh the, the high tension the the uh the exhilaration of it the uh how would i say the adrenaline of what they were going through what was pumping in their veins for the survival you know because of this uh, alien invasion of you know this ancient civilization taking over you know just unsuspected humans of like the miners and you know everybody else that was on the planet and it also moved by wind so that when there was a windstorm um, on the planet you know on mars and stuff that's like how it carried them just like seeds you know if you take a dandelion you blow it 
you know the wind carries off and it also like hits spots in the yard or be carried off the distance it's going to germinate and pollinate you know more dandelions and that's like how uh you know these ghosts of mars were and i think it was like really brilliant the way how it was executed and stuff um you know i think like it made like a little bit it was kind of rushed uh, in some parts i mean i would literally would love i really would love to have a remake of this um you know you you may can catch these actors i mean they're a little bit older and stuff um who um done this movie and everything but i would like to see these same actors like actually uh do a remake of it or you know or something like that because i think it had it had like a lot of substance and it was executed um pretty properly uh but I think like some of the things were lost in translation. I mean, I found that the whole story was like was really simple, um, straight to the point, and you know it probably got like a like lost in a lot of translation of how it may kind of look a little bit more clunky, um, you know, with the pacing of it. Um, but you know, and there's things about it that um, really uh, I sit there and thought about. You know, you have uh, you know Melanie of being this drug addict, and you know she's just trying to keep control. You know, she is the law. She is this, and she you know uphold justice. But you know, she has like demons herself, and I think, and I was like, oh, the reason why they left her body when they invaded her is because they seen that she was fighting other demons um, within herself so she had demons in herself that she had to fight that's the reason why she was a drug addict and um you know it was like her you know being like sort of like they were you know kind of like a hero but not really typically a hero that people like took direction from her even though she's a drug addict and if any of y'all have like ever noticed or been around crackheads i know people are like oh my god crackheads really she brought them you know crackheads can actually say some of the most profound deep thinking shit i mean talking about jack candy thinking ass shit crackheads are yes it's it's terrible that they are addicted to uh, drugs addiction is very sad um you know there was a recent um situation of a person you know that i know of his family members were looking for him but crackheads you know there's drug addicts that i'm not uh, you know that can say it's the most profound deepest things like some jack handy shit i mean i mean they're like on that plateau of them being so high of where they are just like you think they're talking out of their head but when you start to actually pay attention to what they're saying they actually make so much damn sense and you're just like what did i just like got schooled and got knowledge by like a crackhead yes you did 
and, 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 and I was just like, damn. And crackheads, they 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 know how to make a buck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know the situation of like jobs and shit. I mean, I wish we could put crackheads to, to work. They will do work. But you have to watch them because they will steal shit. And I didn't had a crackhead that stole my lawnmower before. But you know, it, it the the whole shift was is that. Oh God, we you know now we gotta trust the drug addict. But the drug addict was actually that sane to like really know how to leave, and so that would make you know Melanie so different. And even though they know that when she was speaking to the counselor and telling and recalling the events of what happened. Um, you know, at the mining uh, town that they had to go pick up Desolate Williams, you know, they're just like, is she high? Because that's the first thing that's when they're in the council, the council's mind, she, she must have been high. She must have drunk this up, you know, for her being an addict and everything. And then plus being the law, you know, she's just making this shit up. But it wasn't made up and everything. It really wasn't. And I know they held her. They, you know, they looked over, you know, like, yo, you know, she is telling the truth. Even though she is an addict, you know, it's not because, like, oh, she's white and she's a woman and shit. You know, this bitch was like, like I fucking addict. And she just like, look, you know, that other past, I see, like, this past tense shit is, like, over with and everything. But I'm just telling you the truth. Um, you know, they, they cleared her from everything. You know, because they seen that, you know, she is telling the truth. And, you know, guess what? They finally found him. And so that's when Desley Williams, like, picked her up and it was time to rock and roll again and try to stay alive because that's what they were doing. Now the whole, like, shift has changed from them, you know, picking up a criminal and, you know, for justice and blah, 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 to, like, everybody on this damn planet just stay alive. God dang. That is, like, some crazy-ass shit. And in a way, it kind of, like, you know, I played with it a little bit, and I was just like, damn. You know, it would have been, like, I think it would have been really cool if... John Carpenter kind of came out with a bit of a sequel, but I think um, it would have it, it would have like lost the appeal. But if he would have put a little bit more of like the aftermath of what all what happened, maybe a little bit longer, I think. Or maybe you know like how like people do they like put like in like a couple. You know, maybe it's on the cutting room floor. You know, you never know. You know, they may have done, like, extra footage or whatever. But Ghost of Mars, um, it's a, it's a real fun film. It doesn't take itself seriously. But it is one of, like, you know, John Carpenter, Carpenter's least um, favorite film of some people. Um, it's one of my favorites. I mean... I mean, I don't give a shit. It's John Carpenter, you know what I'm saying? It has Ice Cube. It has Nicosta Hendricks. You know, she played, you know, her first breakout role was Species. You know, she played Eve. You know, she was spliced with, like, alien DNA and human and everything. It's crazy-ass shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy shit, bro. 
but um, you know she ran around butt ass naked you know half the damn film you know on Ghost of Mars she has clothes on you know she still gets hit on and she by the way I actually looked at pictures of her she's really really beautiful I looked at pictures of you know uh, Pam Greer you know she's still beautiful oh my god Pam Greer just had like a body like I'm I love Meg the Stallion Megan the Stallion did I call her Meg the Stallion that is so weird she has a body too she's tall but really baby like Pam Greer oh my god her body was to die for and I'm trying to get a body like her and I don't have no surgery no nothing my shit is all fucking natural and everything and I do exercise (laughs) but for real though but anyways this is the end of season three of our podcast uh we'll be back i'll be back i can't just keep keep putting myself in the third person i'll be back probably like the end of september or maybe the um middle of october um maybe you hear something from me like reviewing Candyman or something like that um if i do if i do if i don't if i don't that's okay you know what i'm saying but thank you guys for listening and happy birthday to everybody like all the virgos and shit my grandma she's a virgo my cousin's a virgo so happy birthday to all the virgos out there i love y'all virgos but god dang you know sometimes uh y'all get a little bit mouthy and shit and you know me as a pisces you know i'm just like you're a little bit mouthy and shit you know what i'm saying but i'm gonna shut you down but that's okay because we can match they shade <laughs> we can match their shade but anyways thank y'all for listening and i really adore and i really appreciate y'all of you know listen to the struggle bus of this podcast of horror and science fiction um, here at the random horror show and gosh dog i love y'all to pieces please be safe out there hug your loved ones you know uh cherish the people that you you know that cherish you and value you and vice versa and everything um the world do need some more kindness and more love and everything so what this bullshit especially this afghanistan stuff biden and everything not being political and shit but there's a lot of fuck shit going on and um by the way um it's cuffing season so um your girl is single and i don't mind being cuffed and everything just 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 please be emotionally intelligent (laughs) and all the the mandatory things that i seek in uh, you know quality in a guy because i do um love um a character the characteristics of a guy and um you know yeah you gotta look pretty good now i ain't saying you gotta be drop dead gorgeous just be in good health you know have a great you know character about yourself i'm so sick and tired of like fucking attracting narcissists and shit this is bullshit and everything but i'm doing some work so i won't attract them and everything they're like fucking roaches on me it's bullshit but anyways it's cuffing season 
I'm single, ready to mingle and everything. But that is it. I love y'all. I am your host, Keisha Lacey. And this is the Random Horror Show. Mwah!